following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years old. Lou, read off the list. Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you, the listener. Halloween, A Christmas Story, Blade Runner, Impractical Jokers, Vampires Los Muertos, Fright Night 2, Assault on Precinct 13, The Fog, Escape from New York, They Live, The Blob, Idle Hands, Evil Dead 2, Prince of Darkness, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Robocop, Cabin in the Woods, and A Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hello and welcome to Robots vs. Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie and then try to determine which one is cooler, robots, dinosaurs, or fully, uh, fully functional automatons that look and act exactly like people. I'm your host, Louis G, and with me as always are the people who chose the movie that we're talking about today. Uh, one of which, I've got two guests today, one of whom is a returning guest, Human Vector, Jake Turner. Welcome back to the show, Jake. Hi. Jake, tell the listeners what other episodes they may have heard you on. Uh, I subjected you to uh, Theodore Rex, um, and then also subjected you to, uh, which you do have our other guest to blame for, Heartbeeps. Mm. That's true. And don't leave out Moonfall. Moonfall, the classic oh, Moonfall. 2022. I totally forgot about Moonfall. Roland Emmerich classic. Oh, uh, so you, you you were responsible for those three podcasts, but not for, actually not for the movie today. Um, we mm-hmm. were talking about before we started recording. This is your first time watching this movie. It's um, true. We're gonna, I'm going to cut over to our other guest. Uh, we've got Baby Belushi, a.k.a. Pizza Plasm, a.k.a. Chris Sorrentino, first time guest on Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me, guys, maniacs. This is good fun. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being on. Chris, why don't you tell the listeners the movie we are going to be discussing today? Well, it's a classic uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And that's right. Oh, oh, oh. Tis the season, right? I mean, Absolutely. you know, it's, there. it's time to be spoopy. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, this was this movie kicked off my spooky season this year. It was I've seen this movie uh, like five or six times. For whatever reason, last year I decided to watch the entire Halloween series, um, and and this is one that I I just I, the first time I watched it was just out of morbid curiosity, and yeah. then I was surprised at how much I liked it. Um, so I've watched it a couple a handful of times since then, and it just gets better and better every time. <laughs> It it really does. And you know what? I applaud you for watching through all the Halloween movies. They are – that is quite a, a, a feat. Like that's like climbing like Mount Everest but then having to go back down Mount Everest also. <laughs> you know, there's a helicopter picking you up. Halloween H2O might be one of the most boring horror movies is ever made. the Buster Rhymes one? No, that's, oh. the, that's the George Clooney one. Oh, George Clooney. George Clooney. I, wait, does he, does no. he, I think he's thinking the, of Paul Rudd. Oh, I am, maybe, am I thinking of, Paul Rudd? No. Yes. All, no. Oh, I am thinking Paul Rudd. Paul, yeah, three, Paul Rudd is in Halloween Paul 6. Um, he plays the kid that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting in the first Halloween, <laughs> but all grown oh, up and wanted to get revenge yeah, yeah, on Mike Myers. And then I, I had, in Halloween Kills, um, Anthony Michael Hall reprises that same character. See, spoiler! I haven't seen Halloween kill, uh, Halloween Kills yet, which is crazy. Oh no! I it's Adam it's, uh, Adam Arkin. I confused Adam Arkin and uh, oh, and Clooney and Clooney. Huh. Of course, they 
because of Arkham, and then he and then George Clooney played Batman it's that there time, we go. and there we that, go. that's that, that that I could see why that happened. Totally but, uh, makes sense. I recently just watched with my my eleven year old and uh, almost thirteen year old every Friday Thirteenth and every Nightmare on Elm Street wow. movie just wow. to watch Freddy vs Jason. Wow. Oh, wow. How weird is that? So, like, I know that slog of getting through a bunch of horror movies where there's, like, three, maybe two solid good ones, and then mm-hmm. the rest are just, like, toilet. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, oof. So, but I in, get it. I applaud you, Lou. In some cases, though, the lower, the better. Like, the the worse it is, the better. Some, like, sometimes it's more fun that way. Um, yeah. Like there's one, there's one Halloween movie, the one with Buster Rhymes. Uh, it's yeah. it's not H two O because H two O is actually no. decent. Um, no, it's, it's not. Resurrection. Resurrection. It's Resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. It's so bad, but the premise it is so laughable that you know you're just wa- you're just watching it. All these stupid people who know they're in a horror movie and are deliberately putting themselves into a horror movie situation. Uh, so it's it's got some fun to it, but yeah. Oh yeah, it goes. It it kind of it's like kind of like the kid who went over the, the 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 you know the railing on the swing set. The kid who kid who went over like like it's fun and you go back and go back. But then eventually a kid might flip over and go over the railing. And you know what? That's when the movie gets so much better. That's like what a Halloween three kind of is. That is it flips the script. Yeah. It flips the script on that on those kids. In a, yeah, in I, think awful it, way too. <laughs> I think at first you're you're disappointed that when you find out Mike Myers isn't in this movie, but if yeah. you give it a chance, and by the listeners, I, I'm just I'm just I just want to prepare you. If you're not sold on Halloween three season of the witch already, the purpose of this podcast for me is is to make you a true believer. I, I am not being ironic when I say this is a great movie. It might be a masterpiece. I'm gonna go that far. <laughs> Y'all, y'all have to push close. back on that if you want. It's this not, movie might be a masterpiece. It has it has redeeming qualities. Here's okay. Here's my grand thing. I think that in the bones of this movie could be like an amazing film. The like if you shot this quote plot of this movie like a twenty four style like. You know okay. what I mean? Like the like same general because there's so much, so much of this movie. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like that like, is, uh, that is. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's completely crazy. I like that you brought up a 24. I would like to see like Robert Eggers do a sequel to the witch, but it make it like season of the witch. And like, <laughs> it, it takes place in that same universe, but, no, but nowadays. Or, or the no, 80s. no, no, but no, to- <laughs> totally. Like, like, cause it's, you, it's the whole the whole time you're like, all right, so this guy, we don't know who this guy is, and then you go to this place, and then wait, it's it's okay, it's robots, guys, it's robots, <laughs> it's <laughs> evil Irish robots. My yeah. my biggest my biggest question of like what's going on is. How is Tom Atkins cast as a doctor? Oh I would never God. believe he's a fucking doctor, not for a million years. He's like, yeah, all right, let me call my wife and tell her I'm uh, going to be at this convention. Uh, all right, hangs up the uh, phone, runs away with a six-pack to jump in a car. Yeah. yeah, with a girl half his age. He's like, he does How not old are you? Yeah, after he has sex with her, then asks, like, how old are you? Just, he's laying pipe. Nobody uh, believes uh, the stuffy old 
Sooty snoot doctor. I prescribe you. No. No, he's the divorced sleeping on his office couch doctor. Yes. Yes. I don't believe that Tom Atkins is a doctor. Uh, What I what I am sold on in this movie is Tom Atkins is a dude in the night in in 1982 that could walk into a hospital and they would just let him perform surgery, Mm -hmm. like just because it was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Look at look. It's the mustache. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you got See, a light for my smoke. This was, like, this all right, was, well, at least he's well, he, he, he asked the guy under. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> um, so I, I found something really interesting about the fashion in this movie because it was done hmm. in 1983. Speaking of, I'm wearing my, oh, my Tom nice. Atkins drill me from... Uh, Night of Creep shirts. Speaking nice. of fashion, yeah. sorry to cut you off, Jake. But the 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 yeah the eighties fashion is um, the the women are are fully in the eighties, but all the men are still kind of in the seventies mm, in the yeah. fashion. It's mm-hmm. very fascinating. What's that? That I love that early eighties where it's like. Like the eighties, everybody thinks of like really didn't hit till like eighty five. Mm-hmm. Up until yep. then, it still was late seventies. Yeah, the, like uh, you go watch fucking Ghostbusters. It looks like that movie was shot in nineteen seventy eight. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a it's all it's all button up <laughs> shirts with yeah. you know uh, uh, nice fancy pearl buttons. Yeah, you yeah, know, a little sweater over it, a yeah. sports coat. Like that's it. That was men's fashion. That's yeah. all you needed. Well, let's talk uh, about, um, to- so yeah. Tommy Lee Wallace is the director of this movie, yes. uh, also directed the TV movie of It. Um, yes, and also he wrote the teleplay for that as well. Uh-huh. Obviously oh. he didn't write It, but he like wrote that for television and kind of wrote Halloween 3. Yes, wrote in kinda. Quotation. Yeah, just like, just like how John Carpenter kind of produced Halloween Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy exactly. Tommy Lee Wallace's other connection to John Carpenter, uh, besides Halloween, is um, uh, John Carpenter directed a film called Vampires that we all know and love. It's a classic. Love vampires. And of course, there was a sequel, yeah, Vampires Los Muertos, um, starring Bon Jovi, that was directed by no. Tommy Lee Wallace. Yeah. No. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the, the famous John Bon Jovi. <laughs> As it was, is he a vampire or is he like the vampire hunter? He is the vampire hunter. So if you've seen uh, the first vampires, yeah. that is, oh my God. Um, James Woods. James fucking Woods. Yeah, I love that movie. I can't stand the James Woods. Keep James Woods. Yeah, and so Vampires Los Muertos, um, I I don't think it's the same character, but it's essentially like the same kind of Van Helsing, you know, vampire hunter, very specific skill kind of. Derek Bliss, I just looked up the character's name, John Bon Jovi, (laughs) is Derek Bliss in uh, 2002's Vampires Los Muertos, which is... Kerry Russell's character in that last Star Wars movie? Zori Bliss. Oh my Zori gosh. Bliss. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I need a. That's what I need. Like a dawn. Like a like a Dusseldawn <laughs> style movie with the uh, the the Bliss siblings hunting vampires <laughs> trapped in a in a fucking in a in a in a Mexican whorehouse. Mm. In space. In space. In space. Mm-hmm. Sp- fighting space vampires. It's a perfect vampire. film. I don't know why. Uh, we don't. I don't know why they haven't greenlit that. Somebody, already. somebody called Disney. Um, Tom, the only other notable Tommy Lee Wallace credits I could find were Baywatch, actually, 
and um, Fright Night 2. Oh, yes. He wrote and directed that as well, I think, too. Mm-hmm. I think he also played one of the Michael Myers is in one of cool. them there, either first or the second Halloween movie. Yeah, he's uh, if you look like I kind of scanned through his his credits on IMDb and there's a lot he's connected to a lot of other John Carpenter projects like he was credited as like a ghost in the fog um, and a couple of other. Uh, But yeah, I I think he's one of those directors that like if he's around, he's like, yeah, I can fill, you know, I can whatever background work if you need me. Um, So kind of cool. Yeah, well, that's it. I, I was also reading something that it was apparently like the same crew that had just worked on the fog mm. moved over to do this. So it's like the same, like the, 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 the woman's the same. Mm-hmm. The, you Stace, know, the, the, the daughter. Nelson. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, you know, obviously like the, um, you know, Deborah Hill involved and, and Carpenter and everything like that. It was just the same people just jumped over there. Which yeah. My, um, my first argument for this movie being a masterpiece. is one the poster uh the the tagline for this it's actually pretty pretty good play on the first one is um halloween the night he came home which is such a good tagline it's such a great thing to have on the poster for this it was the night no one comes home which when you know the ending of this movie that's such a good tagline it tells it tells the whole story Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Argument number two: the opening shot uh, in in the original Halloween, we get this this jack o' lantern that, like, yes. is, you know, they're playing those the cool credits, the very great John Carpenter music over that, and it, like it's slowly pulling back to reveal this this jack o' lantern. And in this one, they do a digital jack o' lantern because it's 1982 and computers are the future, baby. But but uh, but my but my question is, yeah. Do you think that was originally like written that way, or do you think that yes, that was inserted? I think it was originally written that way because apparently, um, this whole Halloween. the whole well, yeah, but also the whole the whole idea of this was supposed to be um, it was quoted. Deborah Hill actually said, "Witchcraft meets the computer age." Okay. And then they kind of jumped off from there. So I think right off the bat, Dude, look at the way – I mean like Carpenter worked on the music on this too. I, he yeah. didn't fully – he did it with somebody named – That I, That is – I think Howard? that's probably my my biggest criticism of the movie is I, I do not like the score. Whatsoever. I love the score. Uh, the way it cuts completely to that opening, the yep. way the digital pumpkin's being filled out no, no, and every no, no. line that's popping in or deleting is like a note it was there's, wild but th- like there's sections where it's literally the same tone over and over and over again talking yeah. about boop, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, eight more days till halloween halloween itself will fuck it's lend it's london bridges yeah oh yeah of course it is but like okay. but, 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 but if, I royalty heard, free. if i heard no, I london bridges that. if i heard a band that like an orchestra, you know, warming up and they started playing the first few notes of London Bridges. I would hear those lyrics in my head immediately. And I'd be eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. It just lives there rent free from now on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a, that is a super catchy baby shark ish tune. But uh, 
<laughs> but, but, but like, like the actual score, I hear no, what you say. I there's, loved it. There's there's scenes where he's like sneaking around and it's just like dun yeah. dun dun dun. Yeah, dun, but that's dun. just very John Carpenter. Yeah, it is Escape very Carpenter. from New York. Mm-hmm. Like they live is just like the same. It's like the same like bass like Seinfeld just walked yeah. over him. Like it's just like it's that's just Carpenter. You could tell Carpenter had a heavy fucking hand in this whole thing. It's just those long lingering shots. The way multiple times like a bad guy would enter the frame. It's just it was just dripped of Carpenter. It was like it was like yeah. watching Poltergeist and being like, yeah, Steven Spielberg had nothing to do with directing this you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like but it feels like, like it, it feels like a branded like a steven spielberg brand of the movie right mm-hmm. yeah, it feels like a john carpenter like, brand yeah Never like they definitely went in there and and he he definitely had some kind of a a hand in uh shaping well, beyond well, I mean, that, just the stuff he's credited for i mean that first shot of him just running i mean running from the car I, yeah yeah it's 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 also, there's like no dialogue until yeah, the hospital. At all really. until no, yeah, until the hospital. I oh guess. no, the gas station. Okay, the so gas the, station. So yeah. the film it opens with uh, an older gentleman like running, and you don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. It's just complete confusion. You just know he's being chased, and his dogs barking, and his cars whipping around, and he's just like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." He does. He makes it to a gas station. And but also also during this, um, there's a moment where uh, like the guy, the the David Dalt Desmalchian looking like Gabe from the office looking guy is like <laughs> choking him and like about to crush his head. And he manages to pull a jack that's like ho- holding a car yes. up. OK. And it and it crushes this guy. And I'll say this up until now, you're expecting this movie is called Halloween three. You're expecting Michael Myers to show up. So. I don't know, like this guy's not wearing a mask or whatever, but he gets crushed by a car. And we've seen Mike Myers, uh, you know, sur- survive unsurvivable trauma up till now. So we're at any point in time while watching this movie. Jake, I, I guess you're the best person to ask because this is your first time watching uh-huh. it. Yeah. Were you like, oh, this is where Michael Myers is going to pop out? Or, oh, th- that's Michael Myers right there that's, well, that's chasing I, them. It's part of the reason I've never seen this is because when you're growing up and you know, I didn't grow up when these movies were coming out. So, so you already knew he wasn't going to be in I it. I already knew he wasn't going to be yeah. in it. But but then, like, growing up, you're told, don't watch the third one because Michael yeah, Myers is Michael Myers is in. Did yeah. you guys ever hear about the marketing for this? Like, what they did and, like, why people uh-uh. got so mad? No. All right. So, you know, and this brings up a whole nother question of, like, where this falls, like, in reality because in this movie Halloween is a movie movie. right and you and you actually see like you know like a minute from the movie like does they playing like a commercial and you're actually Mm -hmm. seeing like scenes from the movie they cut that into the trailer like a shot of Michael coming down the stairs and stuff so people went into the theater like Michael Myers is back. Michael Myers is back. And it's from that one fucking shot. And yeah, people lost their shit over it. I mean, that's grimy. That's a grimy tactic. Only (laughs) in mountains of cocaine make you make that decision. (laughs) Let me ask you something. If If this movie wasn't being advertised as Halloween 3, or it wasn't, you know, messing with your expectations and making you think Michael Myers is going to be in it, would you, um... 
would you consider this like a good sci-fi movie on its own or a yeah. sci- good like sci-fi premise on its mm-hmm. own? Yeah, yeah. 1000 percent. I think it ranks up there with like They Live and fucking Night of the Comet, uh, mm-hmm. like all of these other Carpenter-esque Tom Atkins. Uh, uh, body Snatchers kind of yeah. feel. Yeah. Well, they apparently shot it in the same town. That Santa oh, Mira is the same town that they shot Body Snatchers in. Yeah, but, right. but yeah, definitely Body Snatchers. Even the fucking Blob, like the 80s Blob remake. Like, that, like that's a great fucking movie. People don't talk about that movie. Mm. That 80s Blob remake is it's terrifying. Great. I love it scared that movie. me as a kid, really. Run, man. don't walk from the Blob. The Blob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. it would stand on its own. It was just called, like, the Silver Shamrock Night or See, I, like, I do, I do wonder if... I saw this movie not knowing I was going to be looking for dinosaurs or robots mm-hmm. or both. If, if I would have guessed robots. And when did it click for you that it also might be aliens? <laughs> uh, is it aliens? Is it, I don't really it know. Could be? It could be. be. Early see, on in the movie, there's a, yeah. um, this is actually when the guy is running up to the, uh, to the gas station, the gas right. station attendant has the news on and they're saying, um, uh, oh, actually, no, I don't know when the, this might be playing in the hospital, but anyway, it's, um, this news piece, uh, you just hear the tail end of it, blah, 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 leaving British authorities still baffled without any substantial clues nine months after the theft uh, they're referring to the theft of a blue stone, one of 19 blue stones at the um, Stonehenge Ritual Circle, uh, which are believed to represent the 19-year cycle of the moon. The stone weighs more than five tons, making its disappearance a mystery indeed. Derek Smith, Stonehenge. And yeah. so then later, um, Con- Connell Cochran uh, reveals his whole plan and talks about how, like, he just vaguely says, we had quite a time getting this stone here. Um, but doesn't elaborate on how they did it. Uh, yeah. I just assume there's some kind of magic. There's some kind of Irish magic. But they were. It, but not. it's not space alien magic. So it's it not could like. Be. A, no. I don't know. I think, I think it's like they're like. They're like. Fey. Or like. Huh. Or like. Yeah, like also, uh, old. Like druid. Like. Like. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because okay. also he mentioned Sam Hain. And yeah. that's. That's, yes, the, that's, the, yeah, the, the Festival of Samhain and yeah, yeah, and, and that tie that ties into the later. There's a, like that. That's a theme later in the Halloween movies where it's like some yeah. kind of weird Celtic. Ter- so it is kind of tied in in that weird way. I I don't know. I I I. I speaking of Cochrane, when I first saw this years and years ago, I thought they were saying Cockering. I thought his name was Cockering, <laughs> and I was like. It made because like because he worked in a novelty play, you know what I mean? He made right, novelty right. stuff, and I was like, "Oh, he made his millions on cock rings." Of course, Good for him. But <laughs> but like after the 1970s I, sexual revolution, yep, yeah, yeah, he looked like a swinging guy. I mean, he looked like he fucked everybody in town. Oh, everybody yeah, in yeah. town's kids looked exactly like old cock okay. ring. You know, there you know is what I mean? there is one lot. There is one line in this that really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And that was when he said, well, it's tomorrow's Halloween, my most busy day of the year. And I'm like, no, you should. Ar- then you're a very bad yeah. business. Yeah, you're very you're bad right. at business. If Maybe you make Halloween masks. 
and you're very busy on Selling Halloween. The you should day have, of. Yeah, you should have shipped those out already. I mean, no, he's, also, he's also murdering his literally number one distributor of Halloween merchandise yeah. in the entire That's country. True. Uh, on true. Halloween Day, so yeah, I don't, th- I don't think he's too worried about his uh, business prospects after yeah. this year. He's trying okay, to so- take over the world with three, three masks. Like, <laughs> there's three styles of masks. Like, why? No, what? But these kids are in this movie universe. These kids are into these masks. Like, it's, it's an event. It's like okay. It's a little boring. Okay, so, so the old man, the the father of the might be underage girl uh, <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Mm. Lolita. Tura Lolita. Uh, Grimbridge. I, I didn't write down his first name, but something Grimbridge. Yeah. yeah. Grimbridge. Wow, that's yeah. a cool name, huh? Uh, he, yeah, because she's Ellie Grimbridge. Ellie Grimbridge. So Papa Grimbridge. Grimbridge. Papa um, Grimbridge. He, the, so like, uh, the, all the deaths in this are pretty fucking rad. Mm. Oh, dude, yeah. his skull displacement? Yeah, the that, first, what would you the, call that? Yeah, he gets yeah. three stooges. I give the old nyuk nyuk. Yeah, he really, he just, this, okay, so, yeah, I mean, if you've never seen the movie, I'm sorry mm. for spoiling the whole thing. Oh, that's but that's he, why they're here. This, this robot reaches into this old man's face, <laughs> the Grimbridge's face, and like, like grabs him, kind of like hooks him by the eye sockets, and like snaps his whole nose bridge out. Like mm. just, just like a bowling ball, he snaps his skull <laughs> apart. It's really, it's really fucking wild, dude. Those Brutal. robots are but that, that are robot, but that robot and then also his emulation where he just lights himself on fire. That mm-hmm. is like if you shot that like really well and like. Like they did in this film. Mm, go on. No, no. Okay. <laughs> better. <laughs> if you shot it better. I would. Uh, it's, it's it could perfect. really work. Like, like. The, sure. I, yeah. It's I think very, it requires that cutaway to what is clearly a mannequin sitting in the driver's seat right before it bursts into flame. But, but if you have better ideas, Jake, by all means. Yeah. 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 You have it, you have it like slowly catch on fire as he's standing, mm. as he's sitting and you have him like smile as he goes up in flame and sure. then like kind of kind of get out of the car while he's still on fire and then fall down that would well, be a lot creepier I, sure, yeah sure. but i mean that's you know you're you're also you're playing with you know like practical effects and like yeah. a, like guys actually playing with fire like now yeah. it would just be like you know all cg fire no no yeah no. i have no notes on no. Uh, the drunkard that gets his head just pulled oh, off God. slowly pulled that's dope wow, that poor guy that, that poor, poor guy. Man. Yeah, they, they wouldn't hire a local man. I yeah, you know the, this yeah, is a know, movie right? where, um, unlike a lot of horror movies, especially in the Halloween series, this doesn't follow the scream rules at all. None of the victims deserve it. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. all of the victims are, in my opinion, likable people. Like. Uh, it's almost no yeah. teenagers really that get killed or anything. I guess well, the, the annoying is hotel lady but, so, and the so, kid, yeah. the annoying, the annoying kid from the hotel and yeah, the, the hotel yeah. lady. Listen, look me up. Shut listen, up. when you when you look at those guys, you know you know if they were alive today who they voted for. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 They, they but, look. They look like they own stock in some pillow companies, yeah. right? 
Well, then the final girl of this movie, Dr. Daniel Chalice, is also a subversion <laughs> of, the, of that trope. Um, this yeah. guy, I, I, I love Tom Atkins so much. Tom Atkins is the fucking best. He's great. He, he establishes he is, he is right away, right when we meet this character, he establishes right away that he's a total piece of shit. And but I love it because it just keeps ramping up from there. Like, and and this this is a small detail, but he's like running into his home with his jacket pulled over his head because he doesn't have an umbrella. And I argue that is a big choice for this character. This is the kind of piece of shit that just would never be prepared and have an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And that's not the worst of his crimes, but I'm just saying it's like, it works. It builds towards what we're going to yeah. learn about this guy. Yeah, it's complete set dressing. It works. And the scene that he walks into is, you know, he's, he's uh, yeah, sure. I got to take care of, I got the weekend with my kids. My, you know, my divorced wife's giving me hell. Uh, and then, oh, whoops, I, I got called into work. Oh, God, I got to gotta abandon my kids yet again. I just oh, really geez. wish she had a line. It was just like, you fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like how every think, time he's, yeah. he's, he's talking to her after and she's on the phone, it sounds like, like, like Schwartz's mom from like Christmas Story. Oh, God. Wow. It just, it really, like, honestly, it does a lot to give you the history of these, of their, you know, why they got divorced. There's no question about why they got divorced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no question about whose fault that was. Like, it's the third DUI. We all know it was the third DUI. And she says to him, like, when he, because he comes, he comes to her house drunk like already drinking like he was clearly drinking in the car and then he's like oh yeah i gotta go back and she's like drinking and doctoring great combination (laughs) yep (laughs) and he proceeds to do exactly that drinking and doctoring he goes he goes to the hospital he just hits on agnes i should have married you like a like a real like you what like i should have married you Honk! Like what? <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, I have no idea if that was written because she seems surprised. I think. You know? I think that's all Tom Atkins. I think that's one hundred percent Tom Atkins <laughs> improv on the set. He's a goofball. He's grabbing ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I've, god! Nineteen eighty, whatever. It. Oh yeah, and, that, with that mustache. Of and course he is. God. That's the thing. He's got undeniable charm because every every woman in this movie, at least the way it's written, he just has undeniable charm because he just, they just flock to him. They are just see, you, you do see him with his shirt off, and the man is oh, in yeah. great shape. He's got a cheesecake. Yeah, he's a total slab of beef. That's what I can't. I yeah. cannot buy him as a doc. I guess now that we break him apart more, I, as a lost fan, I guess I kind of can see him as like long lost shepherd. <laughs> Okay, okay. You know what I mean, he's kind of like Jack Shepard and his father. That way he's like a drinking doctor, boozer, <laughs> fucking bra. Like, it's kind of like, all right, I guess. Off the deep end. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, can, I control life kind of in my hand kind of game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a very, like, there's a you know, surgeon, you know, kind of like Dr. Strange was a surgeon. Maybe it's a special type of surgeon. Maybe in my head, like, I hear doctor, I put him, like, you know, on the shelf of, like, pediatricians and, like, my primary. But, sure, like, maybe sure. there's a certain type of, like, surgeon 
That's just a real bad motherfucker. <laughs> How many malpractice suits has Dr. Da- Daniel Chalice dodged in his career? Oh uh, <laughs> I would love to ma- do that more... as a commercial. <laughs> just do a commercial for this. It's just like, have you? Have you? Like it's, a, it's like one of those class settlements against him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking killer. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> What else? Uh, we so all right. So the, when Harry, I, I looked up his name. It's Harry Grimbridge. When Harry Grimbridge um, makes it, he, he the the gas station attendant drives him to the hospital. He keeps saying, um, "They're coming! They're coming! They're going to kill us all! All of us!" Yeah. Um, we later which, find out this guy which that, that that tow truck driver, smartest man in the whole film. He just oh like, yeah yeah yeah. He gonna gets be- the fuck out of yep. there. He's like, yo, he lived to tell the tale. He, he, yep. he, he said, this is some white people shit. I'm exactly. Out of here. He's like, yeah, yeah. My, you know, I always, I always help people out. Unless there's going to be trouble. If there's going to be any trouble, I'm out. I'm done. This movie flips the script in so many ways. All right. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Kills kids. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. The black guy in the movie does not die. Mm-mm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Three. You got like. A town guy not getting a job in an in a whole Irish community. It's usually it was the other way around. Like Irish mm-hmm. need not apply. You got like they flipped the script on so many different mm-hmm. like expectations you would think just as like being an American and a film watcher. Yep. I this movie's really, working on a lot of levels. Yeah, I re- it's this movie is a fucking masterpiece, Lou. I am I I I'm, I I believe you, man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I, I so, want to remake yeah. it, but I'm so, not saying that's a bad idea. But just Harry, have to so Harry right. Grimbridge is a. I uh, can't get over that name. It sounds like a fucking Harry Potter universe. <laughs> <laughs> the crimes of Harry Grimbridge. It's a good name. So is da- Daniel Chalice, Doctor Chalice. Dr. I, like, Chalice. They take a lot of opportunities yeah. to, to hit that name. It's a very good name. Um, Harry is he runs a store that you know like it looks like a ge- kind of general store when they go into it. Um, he sells Halloween masks among other things, of course. But um, Ellie has has allegedly Ellie's daughter, played by Stacy Nelkin, has allegedly come uh, because she heard about he him dying and she wants to investigate it. Here's my question to the two of you, though: At what point in the movie is Ellie a robot? Is she oh. already a robot when we meet her for the first time? That's like I know. That's, that's a, a, oh, I never even thought like some about Blade that. Runner shit, man. Like it makes him, yeah, she could have been the but whole why? time. I, I don't why, know. Why would? Well, I, oh, it has I didn't to be. Even think about that. It I has broke both to of be, my guests. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it has to be when they got because number one, he fucks her. I <laughs> right. But we don't, you know, we saw how good that knitting robot was. Like, yeah, we didn't see her pussy. <laughs> that's a whole different. That's a that's a there's a different muscle happening on that old lady hands knitting. But, the, but that one was made back in the 1800s. They yeah, allegedly true. made Listen, some improvements on these on these we, uh, robots. We, we didn't see in 200 we, years. We didn't see any baby goo. So, and you know what? You know what? To back up that point, <laughs> he's goo. she's like, let's go again, and he's like, oh, I'm tired, baby, and she's like, I never stop. Evidence. Mm, wow. That's evidence. Yep. Not, yeah, we're supposed to chalk that up to just you know him, her being uh, much too young for this doctor. Yeah. Ooh, but uh, <laughs> how old is she? Mm. Oh, how 
Possibly Alien three. Aliens. I fucked Agents. an underage robot. <laughs> oh god. Um. So I mean, uh, like, I do think I do think what the script would tell us, or what the movie wants us to take away, is that like she was brought into the facility and they made a robot copy mm-hmm. of her at some mm-hmm. point while she was while she was like after they kidnapped her. That quick? Um, How does that happen? That's the thing. The more, yeah, the more I think about any theory that like completes that puzzle, it's like, mm. well, that doesn't work because how would they have time to make it? Like he even says at one point, Connell, when he's talking about his his automatons and how amazing they are, he says, you know, the internal components were actually quite simple. It was the external features that took the longest. So for him to make this, like, if he made an Ellie bot within the same day that's really that's a hugely impressive turnaround time yeah but, but again it begs the question why would she was, was she sent out to make sure nobody came after but then or did I she don't not have, i don't have an answer for why she would yeah. maybe maybe she was like a robot that kind of went rogue kind of went mm. out there and didn't know she was a robot till they brought her back in there mm-hmm. and fucked with her head and like no, you're a robot, and like you know, brought her back. Re- that, the scene, her. the scene where she almost kills him is very. I think that's a very great sequence too. Um, just the way yeah. they do, they do really like low budget camera tricks with just like clearly the rest of her body is out of shot, but she's just reaching up with her arm. You know, after the arm gets yeah. like pulled yeah. off. Um, I, love, I love that that the, the, the head just kind of. When you see the arm, okay. like the detached arm still <laughs> clinging the to the inside door. of the car yeah. door and you close it and then, ah! like very, you know, the, the assassination of Paul Castellano. <laughs> you see that? He's like dead in the street, still holding like the, the, the handle from the car door ripped off. Mm-hmm. Like, but what he does, a, what I feel he does a good job of is selling how scared he is during it. It's mm-hmm. not like goofy. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. It's it's a really strong arm. It could have went very goofy. It could have turned into Evil Dead 2 really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. Yeah. Which no knocks on Evil Dead 2. I love Evil Dead 2, but completely or, uh, different movie. If all of a sudden or, it turned into that. It's, yeah, it's uh, been or, crazy. Uh, time idle acting. Hands. Incredible acting. It's selling us on that. Have you guys seen Idle Hands? Yes, yes. A totally long, long Idle time Hands. Ago. Yeah. 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 Seth Seth Green, right? Mm, yeah. 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 Uh, Dr. Chalice is incredibly strong, though, because he mm-hmm. defeats two robots in this movie in, like, direct hand-to-hand combat, yeah. one of which just by, like, punching through its stomach, which, I don't know, I, I, I would think, like, that would be a, a spot you would reinforce to make sure a human being couldn't just punch through it to, to beat one of these things in a fight. And, but. and if it's a robot, why is it gooey? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's filled. It's filled with like apricot baby food. <laughs> it's filled with sweet potatoes. Uh, <laughs> you got that guy over for Thanksgiving. He's just blah, just barfing on your plate. You're like, thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I took it as kind of like the um, the androids and like Alien. Like why the why when they get ripped apart is it all milk lotion? <laughs> it's yeah. just some kind of lubricant in these things that's like we we're ninety percent water. You know, it's all mm-hmm. blood and cum and guts, right? What what are we filled with? <laughs> <laughs> we're buckets of chum. I guess they got to be some kind of robo they're chum. Just buckets of chum. We are. We're just buckets of chum. It just gets just... stinkier every day. 
Speaking of internal, <laughs> the internal workings, uh, let's talk about this coroner character, Teddy, um, which all, this is another one of the, like, she gets one of the cool deaths in this movie as well. Um, but there, so at one point, uh, Dr. Oh, feel Dr. So Chalice bad, brings um, what's left of, or like follows up with, uh, they had brought the, the remains of what's left of this, this robot that burned itself in the car. Um, and he he goes to the coroner Teddy to follow up about it, and the like the when the, whenever they keep checking back in with Teddy, it's kind of cool because she's she's slowly unraveling this mystery. Mm-hmm. Like at first she's like, oh yeah, they they must have missed some samples because there's nothing organic, there's no teeth or bone fragments or anything like that. Uh, and that's a little weird. Like I think we already know as the audience, it's robots. But it's robots. the way that like yeah. the next time it cuts back and she's and like. The he's told her to look into Connell Cochran, and that's mm-hmm. un, unfortunately what gets her killed. Oh, um, it is, it's, it's but it's a, it's a cool like I think it's cool the way that they use that to to be like oh this clue uh, this during the autopsy the fact that there was just what? like this this rotating gear was all that was left of the debris. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that yeah. was very 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 cool. Like you said, you figure it out earlier, but it's just seeing it click with her. Mm-hmm. Like really, I, yeah. That was that was such a sad death because I really enjoyed. Yeah. It. You put like a drill yeah. through her head, I guess. Like was, you just fix up the drill, and it's it didn't just, seem necessary to use the drill. Like these mm-hmm. things can just crush your That's skull exactly with their bare hands. So like, why did it? Why did it bother with the statistic drill? robot? Like, yeah. I guess you get a couple out of the bunch. Maybe it's you know maybe it lends more to the theory that. um Ellie was a robot the whole time, too, because these things maybe can go rogue on their own. Maybe this mm. one started developing a very sadistic personality. Like, it could be, it could be like, think of, apply the Blade Runner theory, where you have these replicants mm-hmm. who sometimes go rogue, and then you, and then you send one out to get them, like, based on whichever cut you watch. But, like, Deckard is apparently a, a replicant mm-hmm. that's sent out to catch the other replicants. It could be just like a thing like that. She could just be sent out to kind of, you know, Maybe part of her lore programming is to like she doesn't even know that she's a robot. Like she's programmed to think she's a person in order yeah. to make it more convincing. Yeah, program like yeah I'm to go it. out and get it. Because think about it, she only shows up after her dad is compromised. Yeah, she doesn't get to the hospital. Yep. Yeah, so he's already blabbing to people. They know he got away. Yeah. They're actively hunting for him. What better way to like kill him and then send in somebody to be his daughter, lure the doctor away, get the doctor into yeah. that town. The one who was kind of like everybody else had no problem with this guy just being like a weirdo that was killed or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Except for him. He I, wanted to look into yeah, it. He chased I do, this guy I to do, his car. I, I do really like that that scene in the bar where he's just like, you know, and I don't know what's going on, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's a, that's a really interesting scene because yeah. that's... Because also, it's so early in the movie. Usually that that turning point yeah. happens much later in a film. Yeah, After, he, yeah. He, he really... He, start, he actually buys... He knows something fishy is going on. Yeah. But he's, yeah. like, the only one. Like, it would make sense that she's sent to, to fucking get him. Which mm-hmm. makes me think... That's why I think... I'll, also, I think of uh, that makes me think of body snatchers as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah, yeah, it really has that vibe. Good call on that. And yeah, yeah weirdly yeah. enough, it's the same fucking town. I looked into mm-hmm. that. Like I was that bar scene is is also where we get the first um, 
clip of the original Halloween. Uh, he's mm-hmm. and starts out. He's like watching cartoons and he's getting like he's just kind of, he's. It seems like he's kind of into it. He's just like watching it and then he just like asks the bar, "Hey, do you, do you put anything else on?" And the bartender changes the channel and they're like, uh, "The the immortal classic Halloween." Um, and I guess on this day, the the title cards are updating every, us every once in a while. It's Friday the 29th, so in two days. <laughs> Uh, the, mm-hmm. the the immortal classic will be played right before the, the big silver shamrock commercial that you got to make sure you're wearing your mask for. Yeah. Um, so kids, make sure your you, your children are tuned in to yeah. the immortal class slasher classic Halloween uh, at 7 p.m. So it'll finish right at 9 p.m. with commercials. Yeah. Makes total sense. Which I don't I don't I don't have kids. Do kids? <laughs> go trick-or-treating past 7 p.m.? Is that, like... Not really. It's, no? it's, it's, so, I have so kids, that's it's, accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. Like, the kids would be in by the time this commercial was playing. Well, yeah, by the time it's... Maybe it's candy. Kids, yeah, kids that are still, like, wearing masks. Like, the kids in that movie, it, when it gets dark, that's when you head in. But they're yeah. not watching Halloween. Good old <laughs> Halloween with them titties in the beginning and everything. Like, what are you talking about? Like, kids aren't <laughs> watching Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's a classic, though, Chris. It says uh, you know, some may consider it a classic, but it's 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 come on. To me personally, I would say this, and people might hate me. I don't know. It's the weakest John Carpenter movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. People, yeah. The first time. I love all that. I, I'm like a big trouble in little China. Big trouble in little China. Like, yeah, like all Dark of Prince. that stuff. Have you seen stuff. Dark Prince? No, no, I've never seen Dark Prince. It's, oh, wait, it's Prince of Darkness, I think. Um, let me just, I'll just fact check myself on that real quick. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Prince of Darkness. You would love it. If you like John Carpenter, it's a 1987. Uh, Donald Pleasance is in it. Um, Victor Wong is in it. It's about this real quick synopsis of, of uh, Prince of Darkness because um, I, I highly recommend if you're listening to this podcast and you especially if you liked this movie and you like John Carpenter, it's one of his most underrated unknown movies. Yeah, I don't know it. That's weird. Basically, there is a jar in the basement of a church in L.A. that this cult believes is the devil, like inside of this jar. Okay. Um, and and the the priest that like takes that care of this church perfect. is friends with a a college professor and asks the professor to like bring his his team of graduate students to come check it out and like analyze it um so it's this really cool like religion versus science kind of demons it's so good i don't i I don't want to over describe anything more about it because it'll be spoilery oh no yeah i'll check Um, it out totally check that out halloween season it's time to start watching but yeah listeners if you're looking for a spooky movie to follow up halloween three season the witch with definitely uh I mean, I would definitely say this movie should be watched. People should watch this movie. Definitely. I love love this fucking movie. Uh, Also in this bar scene, I just love that Ellie says, um, one of the nurses told me I could find you here. Uh, (laughs) Just they never miss an opportunity to fill out uh, Dr. Chalice and exactly what kind of what kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, this is great because this is when, uh, this, that, that scene, the scene you described earlier, Chris is so, it's shot so well, where we see him on the payphone. 
you know, mm-hmm. we just kind of hear the 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 uh, what's her name's mom from Christmas Story, like on the other side of the <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, no, it's a convention. He's clearly lying to her, and she knows that he's lying to her. Yeah, like he's trying like, to. He didn't, like, Convention on a payphone conference he's got to get out of whatever like to bail on his kids and it ends with him hanging up grabbing a six pack like the camera sort of reveals there's there's been this six pack sitting on top sponsored by Miller Lite and he just grabs that gets in the car with this probably seventeen year old and just drives off to a motel Um, which which one of my favorite like you were saying one of your least favorite lines. My favorite is when he's like, ah, should I get two beds? And she's like, oh, I'll sleep on the couch and go sleep in the car. And she's like, well, where do you want to sleep? He goes, yeah, that's a dumb question. (laughs) 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 Yes, Tom fucking Atkins. (laughs) Right before that, too, she is like, oh, my gosh. um, He comes back. He like found he looked at the registry at the hotel and found her dad's name like he had stayed at that hotel. And he tells her and she's like, oh, great. Now, you know, we know enough, like, let's go up to the factory and check things out there. And he's like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. It's getting late, and I could use a drink right now. <laughs> yeah, we got all of these beers. I mean, the plot of this movie can't continue just yet. Hang on. Listen, listen. Listen. It's beer o'clock, all right? Yeah. I got, so, I got some surgery to do. <laughs> oh my goodness See, uh, Alyssa, I, Alyssa and I while watching this just kept calling him actually Dr. Detective oh yeah he totally yeah, is part, dude yeah. Tom Atkins is just a cop and everything he fucking <laughs> plays and and wait I, I just you know what something just crossed my mind mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I just want to say something really quick I said that Halloween is the worst John Carpenter movie in my opinion I forgot for a second about Escape from LA Sorry guys, let's, oh, get, let's get back yeah, to Halloween three. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about that movie. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> it. All right, sorry. Let's get back um, to Doctor. Oh Dr. man, Doctor Suds. I would definitely be remiss also if I if I left out this character who only has like two or three lines, but the the, the innkeeper hmm. um, that he, when they when he's showing them to the room, he just in the in the if. If you were worried that there weren't going to be Irish accents in this movie, this guy's doing double the duty. Um, where he's like, you come to the right place. It's cozy, it's quiet, and the price is right. <laughs> yeah. Loved that guy. Loved that Great. delivery. Um, this motel, it kind of does, like, this scene uh, just does a lot of work of just introducing the cannon fodder, the red shirts. Uh, we've got Buddy Kupfer, um, who's the number one salesperson of all the silver mm. sham- shamrock no- novelties in the country? But he's got a story in San family. Diego, and he's got this this Oof. RV that he's driving with his wife Betty and his son Little Buddy. Um, which which I think was a hallmark of eighties movies is mm-hmm. if somebody drove an RV, they were an asshole. Yeah, they had an asshole family. They were, uh-huh. they were all a bunch of cousin Eddies. Like like uh Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, they're all uh, their shitters uh, yeah. are full. Yeah. We know the story, pal. Yeah, it's a <laughs> I'll say this about the Cutfers. They are they are uh they are cousin Eddie's, absolutely, but they're really nice people. Like at, as soon as Connell Cochran is like, Hey, um, you're my be- you're my best salesperson, you are gonna get a tour of the factory, he's like, Well, what about my new friends here? Can they come along? Yeah, like that's that's true. All right, that's that's true. I I will say that was more just to advance the plot and get them in there than <laughs> oh, their sure, actual sure. niceness. <laughs> I, I, I saw it as like a peacock aggro move myself. 
Yeah, because they were, they were, they were, they like the kid was obviously really shitty. Oh, yeah, he was a yeah. shit. Yeah. He's like, I want a hot dog. I want a hamburger. You'll get nothing and like it. He, like, he was that <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, like, shut the fuck up with your fucking lazy. He was just like, he was a, he was a little too, he was like a Willy Wonka kid. This place is a zoo. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we meet. It's then we meet the person like that probably gets like the coolest death in terms of prosthetics and like mm-hmm. the effects of it. Marge oh, Gutman. Yeah. That's a great. Um, that's a great fucking death. The misfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I love. That's just a great scene. Just just put on the misfire. So set yeah, set that up for us. How, how does how does that happen? So all right, she's another salesperson. And she uh, has one yeah, of the, the masks. Call came all the way up from San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> look, look me up. What's her name? Betty Rubble or something? Betty Rubble. Uh, look me Marge, up. Marge Gutman. Marge Mar- Gutman. <laughs> yep. Large Marge Gutman. Look it up. <laughs> In San uh, Francisco. She so. She's another salesperson. And she had to go pick up her delivery in person. Some kind of screw up. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, oh, I got to stay in this dump again. You know, so apparently <laughs> she's been down this road before. Yeah. You know, so she has a mask on her because like she was going to bring one back for a kid. But the actual silver shamrock tag on the back is off. And she's like, oh, bum, she's bum, bum. yeah. So in order to en- enact their plan, they need these chips on there. The chip is mm-hmm. off. So she's, I guess, like, you know, reading a book or something. She's, like, sitting in her hotel room. It's, like, the end of the night, and this chip fell off. It's on the floor. And I, what happens? Like, the TV is on? And yeah, that she, like, she picks it, it up. Yeah. She picks it up, and she takes a hairpin out uh, and starts, like, poking it with a hairpin. Yeah, oh, yeah, she pokes. Yes, you're right. That's what it is. She, she starts poking it just to see. Because she picks it up, and she's, like, oh, looks, in, looks on the other side of it. And it's, like, she sees, like, a microchip or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. So she's, yeah, so she starts poking it, like, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. And then uh, it just shoots a laser beam through her face. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. nowhere. Like, whoa! Yeah. And then when they cut back to the, like, to the devastation on her yeah. face, it's, oh my, it's gruesome. Dude, like it's, you know okay. what it is? It's that, you know that meme of, like, Luke Skywalker getting the lightsaber from Obi-Wan and he's like blasting through his head? That's like, <laughs> that's, that's like they did it first, man. Mm. Before the Simpsons. Before anybody, they did it first. <laughs> oh, God. Well, oh, but and... The, but the, but, but well, oh, why ahead, the Jim, bugs? Why the bugs? Why do the bugs always show up? Yeah, like bugs tr- they like turn into bugs and snakes. I guess that's like part of the druidic yes. ritual, right? Exactly. Like the, nature. Like, yeah. the, the druid stuff. Yeah, it's very like um like troll, troll too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's oh all very my like God. Uh, oh my god, that fucking movies. Oh. There's uh, another thing that makes yeah. that scene uh creepy too, is like, you know, there's like the whole drive into the town. They're talking about it's Santa Mira. It was founded in 1887 as a farming community. Where did uh, he get this information? Did they go to the library? There's no internet. Where did he get all this information? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess they, there must have been like a, a library, like microfilm, microfiche uh, scene yeah. that they cut out. Mm. Um, yeah, the but scene. the town like grew up a lot around a large dairy. And after World War II, Connell Cochran, a wealthy Irishman, converted it into a toy factory. Um, it's the largest manufacturer of masks in the world. The whole town is a factory town. And at six o'clock, 
a loudspeaker everywhere. Uh, and we also see like surveillance cameras all over the place. All this yeah, big brother so stuff going cameras. on. And this loudspeaker yeah. says it's six o'clock curfew, curfew. All residents clear the streets. Like it's going to be the purge. Um, and they, they're like <laughs> insisting like any, any business that you do That's until sunup has to be indoors. People are like grabbing their cats and bringing them inside. Oh yeah. They um, don't even want your cat out there. It's yeah. It's getting, it's going to get wild. This is when we see the drunk get like, get his head ripped off just for being out past curfew. It's mm-hmm. like, but also, it, yeah. also he's, he's out past curfew getting a drink. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, Tom Atkins is out past curfew. Tom Atkins, no curfew has ever yeah. kept Tom Atkins down. Mm-hmm. No curfew. Mm-hmm. No amount of robots are going to stop it. Are going to? No, I need no. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got a drink. All right. Oh God. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so he's yeah, the, this he's is the best lieutenant. So the next day, they decide to go <laughs> and and take this offered tour of the factory. Um, they're looking at all of the the cool things that Silver Shamrock makes and all these automatons that are, you know, very questionable. Um, and the what's his name? Buddy. Buddy Kupfer is talking about um, all of the all of the cool inventions that uh, Connell has made, including the sticky toilet paper gag, the dead dwarf gag and <laughs> the soft chainsaw. I want to see the dead dwarf gag. Leave Kenny Baker out of this, okay? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, R.I.P. Kenny Baker, sorry. Can we talk, can we talk about Cochran? Mm-hmm. He is, he's amazing. Like, like he's chewing, chewing every scene. Is mm. he from something else? He's very like... Old yep. man poltergeist, but not Rob- the old man poltergeist. Like what? Yep. Robo, the Robocop. And the name oh, of the character yes! in Robocop yes, is. is the old man. Yes. Yep. yes. Holy shit. Yeah. That's exactly who the fuck uh uh Dan O'Hurley yeah. is. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Her it's perfect. It's perfect casting. Also, this guy is like he's playing Twin it with Peaks. the full energy of a Bond villain, too. Oh. Like just gleefully telling you his plan and like, oh no, yeah. it's too late to stop it. Like it's already uh-huh. in motion. You, you're not gonna, yeah. Um, and even when he's bested by Dr. Chalice, he's like, good show, good show. You did, he's you got a me. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. He's just nuts. He wants to kill all them kids. You know what I, I want to know is like, what's like, like, what's the cover plan? Like, they do this, and then it's like, yeah, we killed all the kids. The things with our names on them, they all uh-huh. died because of well, us. no, because like, that's, I think, part of the ritual is it's like Sam Hain is coming mm. back. It's like, it's a it's a Oh, Halloween the world's going to end? Yeah, I think it's oh. apocalypse. I think it's oh, I didn't even think. Oh, I, I just thought they were going to kill a bunch of kids and be like, like to, we didn't do it. Because I think we're just confused everybody else as as to why these silver shamrock trademarks were at the site of every single dead body. I don't feel so good, Dr. Cochran. I know. Yeah, it's I I think you're right, because um, it seems like it's 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 kind of the cabin in the woods thing. Like we need they they crunch the numbers and they figure out we need this many sacrifices in order to you know i don't know i don't know what step two of their plan was actually but in order to blank step two profit it's step three profit i thought it would have been really cool if like as they're running away from the building like some like terrifying demonic creature is Mm. just like rising from 
from yeah. the factory like something yeah. like that would be like yeah really dope and terrifying like i agree but i, th- I think the takeaway is that tom atkins even though he couldn't save everybody and the movie ends with that very bleak like stop it stop it um, <laughs> he manages to get the station to cut off I think like two out of three yeah. of their mm-hmm. major channels that they're broadcasting on or whatever so I think he saves the planet if not the lives of you know however many kids also Definitely I mean a lot of kids are I mean kill. I mean yeah let, every, all the kids in China are fine right <laughs> well <laughs> they do a montage yeah this of, place is that a, yeah they show Dayton Ohio uh-huh. New York New York uh, Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Los Angeles, California, where there's a little Easter egg in that shot because one of the kids that are trick-or-treating is wearing a clown costume, just like um, Mike Myers in the first oh. five minutes of yeah, the yeah. first Halloween. Uh, Seattle, Washington. And then my absolute favorite camera shot of this movie, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The sun going down. Sun's going down. The sky is orange. There's a yeah. kid in each of the masks, like representing one of each of the masks, just silhouetted against this orange sky. Yeah. yeah. Great it's shot. a beautiful shot. Absolutely. Like no irony. It's an absolutely beautiful cinematic shot. Yeah. Um, that, that's actually the, the DVD I own. That's the cover. Makes nice. sense. I would yeah. love. To, I would love to have like a print of just that frame or like a poster of it. Yeah. Um. None of these are China though. None of these are outside the U.S. So I don't. I don't know. Like yeah, yeah. maybe they. They do say um, the <laughs> Silver Shop Shamrock Novelties is the largest manufacturer of masks in the world. So presumably this is global. But we don't know if uh, Cochrane was only able to advertise and broadcast this this signal on American broadcasting or not um if this know. was if this was the internet age that would that's be that's why i'm saying if you did it now you could yeah do something. their plan yeah. could be even more expansive but the other problem the other side of that coin is how are you going to get you know millions of kids to watch the same show at that's mm-hmm. like premiering yeah. at the same time they've all got you know entertainment time, on demand time zones and used to and different yeah. time zones yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah. Yeah, it's it was kind of like a oh, what was that thing that was kind of recent? It looked like a crazy like it was like Momo or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like you watch it you die. Yeah. Kind of kind of in the same vein. Well, it's yep. I mean it, it that goes back to like uh uh Bloody Mary or uh, Yeah, the ring. Know, the ring. Oh, the ring. I mean it's very the ring. Yeah. No, the ring is very this. Mm. But uh, yeah, you know, I like, I do like how they incorporate technology into everything. Like even mm-hmm. you're saying, like giving information, like the news about the fucking Stonehenge was relayed on a television set. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all these things, it's very. He's, a, he's always news. talking on the phone. TV. Yeah, it's always on the phone. So it's always yeah. like, and the whole plot is to kill kids through television. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, yep. And and you see, like the whole he, he beats them with technology, throws their technology into the. Into the fray, whether it's showing yeah, the, the I'm video, still, I'm still confused everybody. on how that happens. Uh, I yeah. do want to break that down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot, so, like it's okay. A big so, old so you know, lasers. He, he, uh, also, th- why are they testing this technology on a random family who sells all their masks? I don't think they were testing. They were just like, "We're gonna fuck with you." <laughs> I don't know. They were just being bastards. Yeah. yeah, there was no real reason to kill that family. Uh, yeah, not really. It was, it was just to fuck with Tom Atkins. 
Mm-hmm. It was it the really break was. Him. And and the yeah, he like grabs this as he's sneaking around. Uh, he escapes through like an air vent. First of all, oh yeah. dude, I yeah, like okay, now, okay. now I know and what also, a, now I know what a TV dinner feels like. Oh my <laughs> also, we need to talk about how amazing he is at throwing masks. Right? He just like yeah. flicks his wrist and like. The, and with that uh, mask hey, on, it's very silly. It's why don't you have? Why doesn't Connell have uh, a robot just stationed in the room with him, just standing next to him at the very least? Yeah. Anyway, he escapes. He manages to find this box of all the the laser discs, um, laser shooting little you know coins, and climbs up onto the scaffolding with Ellie. I want to point out, Ellie is standing next to him. He dumps out the box. All of these things mm-hmm. go flying through the air. And a beam hits them, and it just disperses that killing laser in every direction, which takes out all of the robots. Ellie should have exploded in that moment, right? No, she she wasn't down there. Definitely a robot by then. But she was. uh, She was next to him. Wasn't down there. That's what saved her. Yeah, Yeah, she was up on the catwalk. She was up on the catwalk. All right. That's a little but, thin, but okay. I'll, but what's even <laughs> thinner it. is if I'll she's a robot, it. why didn't she stop him then? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> like, <laughs> you you could have just saved everybody. Yeah. Cock ring's cock ring. You well, and that also comes back to, like, Cochran didn't look that upset when he gets blasted in the middle of the laser, and he just kind of has a smile on his face. So I don't think he, I don't think we're meant to think he's dying as a result of this. He's just we like, have, we haven't even oh, yeah, I'm just transcending. Really? I'm to, you know, if you if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever could. imagine. Yeah, you could. We haven't yeah. even talked about, like, how the chips are made out of pieces of Stonehenge. Yeah, right. the, yes. the, the blue stone. Yeah, that yeah. is. That that is like totally unnecessary. That's wild. But and and the and the whole speech about you know oh he gets a little bit Irish, yeah. uh, you, know? <laughs> you know oh back in the old days it wasn't a celebration. You're like oh shit, like mm. like like you uh, again if you did it if you did it like super atmospheric a twenty four style like you almost her- hereditary esque. I think you could make a really terrifying movie out of yeah. the, the ideas in this. Yeah. I think that's at least a good experiment that some filmmakers yeah. should try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I do like how um, they, t- they do talk about like the festival of Samhain. It was like, it started, I think 3000 years ago. Um, he says, we, he basically says like this whole plan, you know, it's not, it's not like, we just woke up one day and decided we're going to kill a bunch of kids with masks or whatever. He's like, we don't decide these things. The planets do. The planets are in alignment. It's just time. Like the time has, has come to make the sacrifice. Don't blame us. Blame the, the blame nature. Is he human? I, I don't think he is. I no. think we're meant to, I think he's a warlock slash witch, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't, I I don't think he's like you know a robot or an no alien definitely not a robot. supernatural. No, no, no. I mean, I think he dabbles in supernatural. Maybe transform himself somewhat supernaturally, but I think he definitely started as a human. I think he's just like a regular Irish dude. I get yeah, I get the sense that he started as a human, grew up in a village where they make these like sacrifices or whatever, and yeah. he's done enough ritual sacrifices to like prolong his own life. Like he's probably 
Yeah, he's probably know. super old. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. like uh, Death Becomes Her style or like Witches nice. of Eastwick or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, there's also one little detail. I forget at what point this happens, but they're I, they're like, I think they're going in an elevator somewhere and he's just talking about how realistic uh, the robots are. And they just, just for emphasis, one of the robots sneezes. Yep. <laughs> it's just so good. And it's like, and, he, and, he, and he makes that face of like, ooh, aren't I great? <laughs> so, hey, um, listen, yeah. the yeah. fact that they're sneezing and what you brought up before with him talking about how like the uh the insides were harder uh, the insides were easy to make but the outsides were harder to make that does lend more theory that she was a robot the whole time yeah he experienced the insides he <laughs> saw little <laughs> flaws like sneezing and coughing mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah it could yeah. just be the backup that whole that whole theory mm. i think it is I, um, so I have three big questions about this movie. Before we do that, I just want to make sure, uh, is there anything that we haven't covered yet that either of you want to make sure we hit on or I mean, really feel passionately about that, that ending is, I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It, it it's, does it's, not go the way you think it's going to no, go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, it, like I said, kids, it's, kids, it's, kids, kids are dead. Kids are dead. Yeah, and, they, yeah, they kill multiple kids in the movie. Like, yeah. like they probably, probably yeah. thousands. Little buddy. Yeah, like that's yeah. Oh yeah, this you kid- only see one on screen, right? I'm just, so, just okay. assume it's killing okay. Kids here's the dead. big question. Yeah, yeah. Here's that's the big question. Are his kids dead? Yeah. yeah. The way he's like flipping. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great yeah. scene when he's trying to tell his ex-wife to like. Oh yeah. To throw the man, ah. and she's like, "Oh, you're just jealous that you didn't like your mask." He's like, "Fuck it!" He's trying to whisper. They're in the hallway. He's like, yeah. ah. mm-hmm. "That's a right, really she, she got the kids the silver shamrock mask, and they were all excited." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's he's like, like "No, you got to throw out the mask." She's like, "Yeah, you're just trying to one up me." <laughs> yeah, and that's you know what that hits me different because like rewatching this, I I love this movie. But I haven't seen it in years, years, years. So like rewatching it now as an adult and mm. like married with kids like it's it hits you it's a different type of fear Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like i don't know it's like rewatching the shining as an adult like like Mm. like thinking of Mm. like Mm. like those are real adult issues like alcoholism and like just you know what i mean like like infidelity and abuse and like all these crazy fucking things that you don't really pick up on as you're a teen watching these things starting mm-hmm. to mold like you know the, the the little cinephile in you you know what i mean like it's it's and you, you you dig it for what it is but then you watch it as an older person you're like watching like a guy in his failing marriage like just trying to save his kids on the phone to someone yeah. who just won't live it's like talking up against a wall it's yeah. a, it hit me with a different type of anxiety mm-hmm. i was like ooh 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 it gave me like waves of that of like Ugh. it's just so odd i really that's what i i love about movies i love about movies like this just movies in general like it's just you at different periods in your life they hit yeah. you in different fucking ways like it's yeah. really crazy I, th- I think uh taxi driver is a movie like that yeah like, like yeah. You, you, i think taxi driver you have to watch in different stages of your life because yeah. you see it totally different yeah one thousand percent yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Awesome. You guys ready for Lose Big Three? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Awesome. Uh, there's going to be some themes, theme music that plays here. Lose Big Three, it's you and me. We're going to have fun with Lose Big Three. Great, great. That was the music cue. Oh my gosh, great singing. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Um, so, Lose... <laughs> Lose big three, number one. Um, this is for both of you. If uh, POV, it's 1982. Silver Sham- Shamrock just dropped their three hottest new Halloween masks. <laughs> Skelly Boy, Jack-O-Lantern, and a Green Witch. Which one are you buying? Oof. You're in, li- you're in line. The, I, line's the thing out is, the I've door at the general store, but you're first in line. You get your first choice of these three masks. I, I, I got to go Jack-O-Lantern. I like the Green Witch. It's just like a. It's it's more detailed. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going. I'm going Jack O' Lantern because yeah. he's like he's 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 creepy but friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the way it's like really detailed. Like that's the one you know, see like mask, in the factory, yeah. and they're kind of like working on it. even before the paint's applied. It's just like really yeah. cool looking, and then like, I, yeah. I like that green. I think I think that it also reminds you. It's very um very reminiscent of like peanuts, like Lucy's. Which mask yeah. from, from the Peanuts Halloween? So yeah, I don't know. I think I'd yeah. I think okay, I'd... yeah. The witch is my choice too because the trademark is so big and prominent on all of these things that it ruins any of them except witch for the witch one because the witch one at mm. least you can like put long hair on it to cover like, that up. Yeah. No, like the, no, the tri- no, the trick is is you you wear a turtleneck and then oh. it covers it on the back. Okay. Okay. There you go. Or you want to show the the tag? You know what I mean? You're like one of those kids who would wear a hat with the tag still on it because you oh want to show God, you yeah. got it at Macy's or something. Like oh, those shit, kids. Time. This movie's yeah. a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So number two, um, lose big three. Number two. We talked a lot about how Michael Myers isn't actually in this movie although technically footage of michael myers is in this movie um so i guess on one level the reality of this movie isn't the same reality that laurie strode and michael myers exist in right it's it's a it's a separated layer of reality or is multiple layers of reality but Mm -hmm. at least three or if you count the rob zombie ones four <laughs> like right oh they God. all change like after halloween two there's no explanation how like michael myers and loomis and all that and how they're yeah. back and yeah. then you and then you have like the the newer ones the danny mcbride ones which erase everything that erase yeah, everything pretty much after and you have two. this timeline and then you have the rob zombie timeline so my question is is Michael Myers, a robot that was built by the, the Silver Shamrock Corporation. <laughs> no, 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 and that's no, no, why no. he's nearly indestructible. He, they, they, they make a TJ Hooker mask and uh, he put it on. Mm. Yep. Okay. Because it's, it, that's, because that's it's, all, it's all Shamrock. Why, why didn't they connect? It's a mask company. Why yeah. didn't they connect it? Why didn't they show Michael, My- like that William Shatner yeah. mask? The like, shape. Mm-hmm. Just the shape. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really, yeah. you, you, you really dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I really can't tell if they were like, Oh, we've got this great premise. Uh, like what I think happened is a screenwriter wrote this cool sci-fi premise and they could, they just couldn't get the script sold. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like somebody that read it was like, 
ah, you know what? We need a we need a sequel for Halloween. Uh, we got this. We got the script that we don't have to. You know, we've already paid for. We've already uh, well, well, paid the fee on it. So apparently, Carpenter's original concept for Halloween was to ha- was it was just going to be like a branded yeah. Yeah, sci-fi anthology. Like an anthology. Yeah, yeah, and he got uh, he got mad that they 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 pressured they wanted a sequel. Yeah. yeah, they pressured Halloween two on him, mm-hmm. which he didn't come back and direct, but mm-hmm. he still was involved. But like he he didn't really want to do anymore with Michael Myers, and he did this. He got away with this, but it fucking bombed. It this bombed, is a movie yeah. that's like it gets praised now, but when it came out, like I said, people were just pissed. Yeah. They were like, "Dude, I've, I've never seen it. it. I had never seen it." Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. It took it took me a while to come around on it to even like give it a chance. Um, but then as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, the why like this movie should not be buried. This movie is very fun, it's very <laughs> yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Um, so that leads me to lose big three number three. Um, what would you name this movie? Because I think the title is is the most contentious thing about it and the thing that makes it sets up your expectations in the worst way. So if you had the chance to go back in time and re-release this movie under a completely different title, um, what would you title it? Uh, I'm going to stick with my previous choice. I fucked an underage robot. (laughs) (laughs) And Jake? Uh... Sticking with my A24 theme, mm. the making. I don't just know. The making. <laughs> just the making. It's a, that's such an A24 title. Yeah. You're like, what does that mean? I can I can see that shit. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about just a misfire? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> misfire starring Dr. Daniel Chalice. <laughs> who now? Who would who would if you're going to do this now? Who would mm. you recast him as? Oh my god. Who gosh. would you recast Chalice with, rather? Tommy Lee Jones. No. Uh <laughs> now? Actually, now. I think David Harbour would be really It's David good. Harbour. Yeah. I, yeah. It's David Harbour. Yeah. That's the right answer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no other choice. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Lucy, of recasting. And Lucy uh, would be uh, I can never remember her name. Uh she was the girl in the flower dress on agents of shield i never saw any agent shield girl in the flower dress on agents of she shield? was a she was a bad guy um she was, oh from like season she was like the daughter of the the hydra director no actor. no the no never mind all right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh moving on um yeah. well speaking of recasting if we had the chance to recast Halloween three season of the witch, um, exactly the same, same film, but just replace two of the actors with Danny DeVito and Whoopi Goldberg, who would we replace? How would it improve the film? You'd have to, you'd have to go with Danny DeVito as Tom Atkins, as Dr. Chalice Mm. and Whoopi Goldberg. As Cochrane. Oh, God. Whoopi Goldberg is, at the end, I think that would be great, actually. That's really good. She could be really creepy. Yeah. 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 But but I actually think that Danny DeVito is Little Buddy. It's Little Buddy. Yeah, it's Little Buddy. Oh, my God. You're right. 
Yeah, yeah, it's right there. And also, but also I think uh, Whoopi Goldberg as the ex-wife would also be like, I think that would be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, every time she's like, he's calling her. The phone? Like, That's yeah, a yeah. conference. I can't get out of it. Don't you tell me that. Yeah. Oh, um, little little known fact that uh, the the voice on the operator voice was Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's cool. Oh. That's a really cool. That's yeah. a, that's a fun Easter egg. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's Danny DeVito as little buddy for sure. Same yeah, actor playing the dad. Um, yeah. I'm assuming they're th- the same age, which only which only makes it better. But when he's just like, I want a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Or when he gets on that little bike and yeah. <laughs> also, it he just, gives his just, mom the finger. This place sucks. Fuck you, mom. Oh, the idea of him, stinker. Uh, of him just squeezing the, the <laughs> mask <laughs> on his, on his head. <laughs> uh, turning into the bugs and snakes. Um, <laughs> Twitching on the floor, his little Dana Vito arms and legs. Twitching. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Good call. Uh, all right. So this this is a section of the podcast we call "What's Your Snack." Uh, so uh, Chris, Jake, what's your snack? Did you enjoy any? Do you have a, like a favorite movie snack in general? And uh, did you enjoy any particular snacks while watching Halloween Three? As as I always say, I love popcorn, but I have a complicated relationship with popcorn because uh, it gets stuck in my teeth and throat. So. It's, a, it's yeah. the risk you always have to take with popcorn. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's the road you you know. But uh, this time I was it was at home watching it. Could stop playing in theaters this film. Uh, so I was uh, I had a, a nice healthy salad. Nice. Um, nice. I mean, they brought Jaws back last weekend into theaters. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't bring this. Into oh no, they are uh, uh, Alamo out here on Staten Island where I live. They're Jaws. playing it on the twenty second of October. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I might go to Staten it's, Island for that. The, the, Let me know. Uh, I'll 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 uh, meet you guys. Let's let's I'll, try I'll, to play I'll some. Three? Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah we that, might be, that would be really fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. We can All make right, a cool. ro- we could make it a robots versus dinosaurs meetup. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. I'm in for that. Um. Uh. I'm 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 a I'm a big uh popcorn with uh, my M and M's poured in it type of mm. guy when I go out to movies usually. Nice. Um, Alamo, I'm a fried pickles man. Mm. Um, but this time I, I was, it was fucking, it was, I'm so happy you had a salad, Jay, because I counterbalanced it. Mm. Uh, I had Popeyes. Like, no close though. It was like, like four hour old triple cheeseburger from Wendy's. I was just <laughs> sitting there and getting like, bleh, like was real that, was, mushy. See, question, mm-hmm. I have, the, the important question. Important question. Did it already have like one bite out of it? No, I didn't eat it yet. You know, we had we had Wendy's uh, for dinner that that Mm -hmm. day, and I I got so full on my fries with chili poured on top of it. That's two orders of fries. I poured chili on top of it, and I eat that like, and I get full, and then I eat the the cheeseburger later on. You you were truly a Renaissance man, yeah, man. I can I can see Doctor Chalice like driving around in his car like oh you hungry he just pops open the glove box there's the there's a Wendy's in like the it's the eighties so it's the styrofoam container. yeah and there's a, a gun rolls out and like a and, a, <laughs> and an old McDLT <laughs> hot on one side cold on the other 
And a half-drunk bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely some booze coming out of there. Yeah. Uh, my snack for this movie, I watched this movie the way it's intended uh, with a six-pack of Miller High Life. So that was nice. my snack. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> amazing, uh, Christopher. Since this is your first time on the on the show, um, which one is cooler, robots or dinosaurs? And does this movie support your argument? Yeah, if you go, I think robots are cooler. If you're going with the theory that Ellie might have been a robot the entire time, because it just mm. proves you could fuck a robot. <laughs> And that's pretty cool to me. <laughs> Maybe not to you, but to me. I don't want to try to fuck a dinosaur. But a robot, if a robot's fuckable, and then later I just might have to deal with getting choked, which that might have already been part of the sex anyway. <laughs> I'm just doubling down on a lot of choking and slamming and roughing up the car <laughs> and you don't think it, you don't think there's a dinosaur that could choke you know what they have short arms so yeah i don't want a dinosaur yeah. to try to choke me that's i don't want to get that close to dinosaurs anything that's a good point that's a good yeah. point that's a really good point and lo- love it or hate it that is the future of robotics so you know you can say what you will but i watched ex machina i know the direction <laughs> we're heading in. It's, 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 it's gonna happen yeah, yeah. um <laughs> there's a reason they call it the uncanny valley Amazing. So, so would you say that? Uh, so this movie, this movie makes robots look cool. Like robots yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes me makes me long for robots. Amazing, amazing, Jake. Uh, I, I I love dinosaurs. They're they're my favorite. I love dinosaurs so much. Ankylosaurus, it gets me, and I I get it. So dinosaurs are always uh, the the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think this does make to have a positive light for, for robots. Well, actually, I mean, against humanity, but, but they're pretty cool if they want to take up the whole world. Cause I think we deserve it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, well, it was really great having you both on the show today. Uh, before we wrap up, Chris, can you yeah. tell the listeners where else they might find you online or um, some of the other cool things that you do? Oh, uh, yeah, you could listen to me every week uh, with uh, my co-host, John Zaluga, on the Super Live Adventure podcast. Uh, it's a weekly comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a silly show. It's, it's, it's like guys in their 40s and sometimes – oh, sometimes Laura joins us. She's, uh, she's a, a monthly co-host. She pops on once a month. It's a, it's, it's a bunch of friends in their 40s that are just acting like they're 12. We're just getting stoned and drunk and goofing off. It's a lot of weird improv and joking and uh, we take voicemails and we have running bits that are just bizarre. And yeah, it's, it's, it's I don't know. It's weird. It's fun. It, it the, way, the way I would explain it is true friends being friends that know they can be funny around each other. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's, yeah. Thanks. It's. It's uh, it's John's my best friend for like 25 years and we've been doing comedy together for like 25 years. We used to do sketch comedy together in college. John, uh, now he, he's a writer on Impractical Jokers. I do art on the show sometimes. I've been on the show. Like, so I'm involved in weird ways too. And like, we're professional comedians. Like people have paid to make, a, a make people paid us to make them laugh. So yeah. We know each other. We know 
comedy and each other, and it's just a, it just works. It's a very weird yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, it's very enjoyable. I can't explain it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way to sell it, but it works. Uh, well, that's great. I'm going to have a, a link to that in the show notes, so listeners check out the Super Live Adventure podcast. Um, and also, I introduced you as Baby Belushi. Uh, do you yeah. want to kind of explain that a little bit? Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I look a lot like John Belushi, and I'm kind of like a like a I'm like a body guy. I don't know. I'm a rowdy dude. I'm just kind of that type of a guy. I'm a party guy, and. Um, yeah, it started going out to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago in like 2019, and I kind of like dressed like. Well, I would dress like Jake here and there. I did like a, a little Blues Brothers thing before the Minions of Gozer. Jake yeah. was a part of Minions of Gozer, and like so was Lou. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh shit, I forgot Lou. Yeah, yeah. you were part of it too. You, Lewis, you, Lewis Tully. Yep, yep. Fucking a. So like, yeah, a few times me and Ryan would come out and do Ryan Espin, who would play mm-hmm. Venkman, uh, and do like a Blues Brothers fucking routine. We do like Soul Man and stuff. So, but other than that, I hadn't done it for forever. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to Star Wars Celebration out in Chicago. Let me just dress like Jake, but with a Star Wars tie. And from there, it turned into like a thing. And I, I do it at a lot of cons and parties and stuff like that. And I'm actually talking to some promoters now. I'm probably going to be paid to do this, <laughs> flown out and stuff to like Chicago. That's amazing. That's yeah, so cool. to do this. Uh, yeah, so I might make some money off this. So on your yeah. wife's birthday. On my wife's birthday, her fortieth birthday. Is oh no! Just, just call her from a payphone with a you know <laughs> six pack Miller highlight on top of it, and tell her you got a, a conference you can't get out of. It's like yeah, just uh, it's, uh, it's, you know me and my doctor's conferences, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, but baby Belushi, I'm on, I'm on baby Instagram Belushi. and stuff. Yeah, awesome, baby Belushi. All right, uh, Jake, where can listeners find you online? Uh, sometimes uh, walking down the street with my headphones on. <laughs> all right, all right. So just watch out for Jake. Uh, yep. Yeah, keep, keep your head on. I'm currently yeah. quarantining with COVID, so that's that's my life here. Oh, so maybe don't look for Jake right now. No, yeah, don't. No, not yeah. right now. I won't be right. walking down the street. And if I am, I will be wearing a mask. Yeah, send him some, some chicken soup. Silver shamrock <laughs> mask. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Ten gosh. more days of COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. <laughs> Ten more days of quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> That's it. Wow. That's it. You got there. Love. Oh my God. Uh, let me see. It's uh, Today is, as we're recording, it's September 15th. So it's actually 30, 40, 45 days till Halloween. 46 like days. 46. Let's end this podcast on a let's all sing together. 46 more times. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Ready? On the count of three. All right. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. 46, 46 more days till Halloween. 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 46 more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Beautiful. No, no need for a second take. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, seriously, thank you guys for being on today. It was so much fun, and uh, I'd love to have you back on to talk about a dinosaur movie or another robot movie anytime in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm down whenever. All right. Thanks for listening today, and make sure you uh, rate, review, link. Uh, wait, what? Rate, review, and subscribe. Click on the links in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, just give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And next time you listen, make sure you put your mask on. Yes, sir. Bye.
because it's 1982 and computers are the future, baby. Listen, listen. It's beer o'clock, all right? I got, I got some surgery to do. We are. We're just buckets of chum that just get stinkier every day. You come to the right place. It's cozy, it's quiet, and the price is right. Oh, back in the old days, it wasn't a celebration. <laughs> I give the old nyuk-nyuk. Run, don't walk from the blob. I should have married you, honk. Only can mountains of cocaine make you make that decision. We didn't do it! What happened? Stop it, stop it!